Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It's great to walk with you today. Have you lost your job or hit a major setback and are reeling? Are you getting stuck and having trouble starting again, bouncing back and taking some action? Today, in our second of two episodes, we focus on helping you sort out a plan to manage all of the parts of job loss or a big setback that you might be facing. Let's walk. out and walking, enjoying this beautiful day, feeling our feet on the ground, our belly rise and fall. We start off by being mindful of our belly and body. And we follow with an idea of the day or identity. And then goals or gratitude. So right now we're just walking feeling our feet on the ground, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. Of course, I shouldn't forget making our bed. That is a very key part of creating a morning routine and a structure. So feel your hands and your wrists now. Feel your elbows and your shoulders. Just tune in. Feel whatever sensations are present. Mindfulness is paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally. So we're just paying attention, bringing curiosity to our body as it walks, our belly as it moves up and down, helping us breathe, feeling different parts of our body, checking in, softening maybe our head and neck, being more in our body. Again, standing tall. If your mind has wandered, just bring it back. A big part of mindfulness is to begin again. If our mind wanders, we begin again. If a thought or strong emotion takes us off somewhere, we begin again. If we have a challenging day or challenging morning, we begin again. That is truly the best part, I think, of mindfulness is that it teaches us that once a moment's passed, we can't do anything about it. But what's amazing is we have this moment right in front of us to begin again and to live it wholly and fully. 
and to be present in it fully. And in so doing, our life can be rich each moment. So no matter how challenging a moment we've had, if we're struggling for whatever reason, each moment is a new opportunity to begin again. So standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. And let's move to our idea of the day, bringing mindfulness to reflect on our idea of the day. The job is more than a source of income. It is a fundamental social role, providing a source of identity, meaning for us, structure to our day, and of course, social relationships. When we lose a job, we lose many of these things, a loss of sense of who we are in the world, much of our structure, and some of our most important relationships. No wonder it is so difficult. No wonder you're probably feeling a sense of loss and heartache and difficult emotions. And we talked about how to manage some of this in part one of this two-part series. So, you know, go back and check that out. Check that out if you haven't listened to it. But just know it's going to be a long process. Grief can take a while to process and to go through our system. And it's important that we don't push it away and try and hurry. It will take its own time. But it's no wonder we feel grief. Given all of these things that we lose, we need to think about how can we create a plan where each of these needs are met. So for the structure today, or the idea of the day, we're going to talk about how do we, number one, create a structure for our day. Number two, how do we find meaning and identity? And number three, how do we stay resilient by kind of working with our relationships? Because we've lost some key relationships. So number one, create structure. All of a sudden, we don't have a place to go, people to work with, jobs to do. It's not easy. So we need to craft our day so that it has a structure and a rhythm. And obviously, if you're a longtime listener, you know that starting with the morning routine is a critically important place to start. And it doesn't have to be this morning routine, quite frankly. In fact, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Please experiment. This might be part of your morning routine. And if you've lost your job, maybe you have more time to do reading, to do meditation or prayer or whatever it is that works for you. But experiment. That's really important. And you've got a bit of time and space to do that now. Making your bed as part of this routine now could probably not be more important. And just to remind ourselves, why do we start with making our bed? We learn through our work with the Navy SEALs that starting the day by making our bed means we took a small action that build momentum for the day. So number one, momentum. Number two, it builds pride. We know we made our bed, which amounts to a small victory, an internal victory. So number two, pride. Number three, it gives us a sense of control. 
right? In a, in a day where we may not be able to control a lot of things, this is something we can't control. And it means we come home or come back to our room to a made bed, which means we have a little bit more order in a day that might have been chaotic. And so all of this is even more important um, that we feel a bit of progress um, because we, we don't have that which comes with our job. So create structure, a morning routine's critical. And I'm gonna give you a couple of other ways that you can help build your structure through people in a minute when we get to that part. But that's number one, build structure. Number two, find meaning and identity. When we are let go, we can often feel a loss of identity. We didn't realize how much of who we are came from our work, how much we counted on our work to create and reinforce our identity. This is completely normal. When people lose their jobs, this is one of the biggest insights they walk away with. They are not what they do. Now that might seem obvious to us, except that most of us don't realize it. And we identify who we are with what we do. So it's important right now that you spend time working on who you are outside of work. So go to episode six and do the sit down identity workshop to build your identity statement. And the best news is that if you use this opportunity in an effective way, you end up creating an identity statement that is independent of work. And then you can use this identity statement to decide what your next adventure will be. And I can tell you, uh, there are great stories of people who we have coached. We have a coaching practice at IWHP who had trouble seeing it first, but who after a year or some amount of time after their job loss ended up feeling grateful for the loss because they found a job that fits who they were much more than what their previous job did. So this situation ends up being a time of great freedom and creativity and exploration. So don't be afraid to use it. So number one, we talked about build structure. Number two, find a sense of identity and meaning. And I think that identity workshop's a great place to start to really think about what's really important to us and how can we use our gifts to really serve something bigger than us? What gives us juice? All of that can fit within the finding identity and meaning. Number three, we need to build resilience. Helen Keller said, all the world is full of suffering. It is also full of overcoming. And we need to be resilient to overcome. A great question that uses self-awareness to help us be more resilient is to ask ourselves: is what I'm doing or thinking right now helping me? Let me ask that again. Is what I am thinking or doing helping me right now? It's very easy to start to wallow and feel like a victim. And, you know, when we hit a setback like a job loss, very easy to get caught up in thinking and doing that doesn't serve us. So look out for that. And see if you can kind of lose the what ifs. You know, you most likely lost your job during this pandemic through no effort of your own. Don't beat yourself up. That's thinking that's not serving you. Notice when you utter those words, if only I had, or I wish I had, and stop. 
right? That's not going to serve you. So this is a great practice of self-awareness to just be looking for that. So another way that we can build resilience is through people. And this is also a way to build structure. So one thing that you can do is start or join a group and meet on a regular basis. Could be weekly, a few times a week. It's kind of like a mastermind group, a way to craft a plan with the group, be held accountable by the group, gain support from the group, because you will hit setbacks. But this creates both, both a structure throughout the day or week, but also really even more important, it's that connection and it's relationships that you've lost from work. So you can almost replace some of those relationships and have very, you know, conversations that are meaningful. Groups like this where we feel safe to share our suffering can first of all help us realize we're not alone, which is really powerful but also allows us to serve others and help them through their challenge. And that gives us a great feeling of service and it builds confidence in ourselves. And one of the things I'm gonna really suggest you do is think about how can I protect my confidence? Because that's gonna go down. It's normal, expect it, but no, you are not a victim, right? You're a hero, you're a last eight percenter. You can use the situation that you're facing to transform yourself. And As you know, if you're a long-time listener, there's a lot of uh, episodes where we talk about how to be a hero, not a victim, how to be resilient. So go back and listen to them. By the way, if this is something that interests you to maybe build a a mastermind group um, around job loss where you can each kind of support, you know, each other, contact us at the podcast and, you know, maybe we could facilitate starting one. Sharon Salzberg said, resilience is based on compassion for ourselves as well as compassion for others. So, feeling our body, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful, knowing this is not going to be an easy journey. But then, boy, maybe it wouldn't be so interesting if it was easy. Just think about all you're going to learn in this next period of your life. So what's the plan for the day? What are three things you want to get done today? So we'll move to the goals or gratitude. In this case, we'll go with goals. See it in your mind. What If you got these three things done today, you know, would that make it a great day? And they can be small, they can be larger. But get that, create that right now in your mind. And know that as you're thinking about the goal, these goals for the day for you, there are hundreds of others who are also listeners who are thinking to themselves, what are they going to do? So there's a big energy going on right now around, okay, what's the goals for the day? What would make it a great day? So as we're finishing, feeling our feet on the ground, belly rising and falling, we know it's not going to be an easy journey and we know we're going to need to be persistent, but we have that in us. 
as we're walking, we're going to bring this energy into the day. I want to finish with a Calvin Coolidge quote, one of my favorites. He said, nothing in this world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men or women with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone, omnipotent. So, standing tall, bringing this energy into the day, and committing to making it a great day. Have a wonderful day.